You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. You are a whore, darling. No, I'm not. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Summer Camp, a PoppyChuoRadio.com and iTunes exclusive. PoppyChuo Radio, pop culture on demand. I'm your host and camp director, Maurice Gatewood. Tonight on Summer Camp, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, cult classic motion pictures, and fan favorite films. Please welcome my co-host, assistant director, Dead Lee, the hip-hop legend. What's going on? What up, what up? Spotted dick. What up, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Director of Residential Life, the man from the future, Legionnaire. Greetings, greetings, campers. All right. And always giving us something exciting and new, our activity leader, Vanetta Berry, also known as the artist. What's up, Vanetta? Hi, everybody. I'm here. And always serving it up hot and spicy, our head chef, Derek Anthony. Tonight, we are only serving hot dogs. Okay. Spicy hot dogs? Spicy hot dogs. Okay. That's good enough. But before we begin, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. For the intro and sorry for the microphone feedback like us on facebook facebook.com slash p c r summer camp follow us on tumblr summer camp dash p c r dot tumblr.com follow poppy chula radio on social media we are on facebook instagram tumblr twitter and youtube at poppy chula radio do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting GoFundMe.com. 
facebook.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. It's time for your feature presentation. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback. Thank you. All right, it's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 1980s I Want to Be a Beauty Queen. Here is the official synopsis of the film. Brace yourself for the campiest beauty pageant to ever grace a runway. The fur flies and the glitter abounds as the stars arrive for the event of the social season. The bustling tent is steep with contestants of all shapes and sizes. That's it, y'all. I'm not, that, that, that was it. <laughs> I do believe it. I do believe it's longer, but I didn't want to give you the whole uh, the whole spill there. You uh, like kind of left us hanging. Leave you, leave you dangling. Okay, so as usual, who has seen this before? Vanetta, have you seen it before? Not seen this movie before. This is like the most bizarre. This is this is a quite a bizarre movie. I was not expecting at all. So no, I have not seen it before. I'm just still kind of in shock. Deadly. No, first time seeing seeing it, and I love me a pageant, but first time seeing this. Derek. Uh first time ever. Yeah. And Legionnaire, how many times have you seen this? Movie? I have seen this movie many, many, many times. All right. So I was a virgin too. I'd never seen it. Um, so let's just let's just dive on in. Let me let me uh, pull out my notes here. So how many of you are documentary fans? I'm raising my hand. Uh, me. Uh, I, I am, depending on the. On, on the subject of the doco. Vanetta, are you? I'm not. not I'm having a hard time with this one. <laughs> I, I, I think so I've watched more. I think I've watched more documentaries um, than any other kind of movie. Not going to the theater, but like on my, you know, on my various accounts that I stream. I think I end up watching more documentaries than than any other kind of movie. Um, so I didn't know, believe it or not, I didn't know that this was a documentary when it when it was uh, announced that it would be uh, be one of our movies. So you can imagine when I first saw the beginning, I was kind of like, <laughs> "What's what's happening?" <laughs> you know? And then when I realized it was a documentary, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I had the I waited about fifteen minutes for the actual story to kick in, and it never did. So I don't like the documentary. So for me, it was like 
okay, this is weird. This is bizarre. Ah, oh, man. Like, it, <laughs> oh, it was really hard. It was very, like, painful for me because I just kept wanting there to be a full story, not just, like, these little vignettes about the people that were on the show. And I couldn't understand the people who were doing the voiceover. A lot of it, I, I kept getting muffled. I don't know if the audio was just bad, but I just, it was, it was aggravating. I couldn't do it. But it was a, it was a very, it was a very, the, the type of documentary that it was, is, was very much in the style of, say, Grey Gardens or, you know, it was, it was, documentaries are very slick. You know what I mean? They got graphics, they got animation, they got this, they got this, this is just, you know, very much like an old school kind of uh, documentary, which which um, a lot of people, it, it is kind of, can be kind of hard to watch because it really is, it's random. It's like really what's happening at the time. It's not like super edited or, you know. Well, that's it. There was no storyline to it, though. Like, at least when Why? you have, I was waiting for something to connect it all. Like, at least when you had Paris is Burning. There's something that connects it all together. This just didn't have anything that connected it together. It's just, I, just see, like I, you're watching someone's no, home video. I videos. don't agree. I, the connecting, yeah, the connecting, the connecting story is the contest. That is the story. I mean, I think that was a. Oh, I think it, for me, and, it was. And, a, and it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Maurice. No, I was gonna say, um, yeah, and I felt like it was the connecting theme was just. Um, people like it didn't matter if you won or lost it was just like it was this thing it was this thing that brought a bunch of people together and it was uh you know even people who were like recluses you know they they came out for this and and it brought together like people like high art and sort of uh Randomness, like people who had, like to me, it looked like a precursor to Comic Con. You know, it was very much uh, like like that. You know, and you, you had people that were like professional artists, and then and then you know, costumers or whatever. And then you had this one woman where they're like, "How long did it take you to get your cost? Do you?" Cost? She was like ten minutes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I want a wig. Like, I like that idea. I like the idea. You know, like everybody was welcome. Um, but but go on go on Legionnaire. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, the the idea. I mean, just to give like a little background. Well, I have two things to say around it. I mean, the first thing that attracted me to this movie was the fact that Little Nail opened it up. Uh, I didn't really know much about it other than the fact that you know I was a fan of the Rocky Horror Show. Little Nell was in it. Divine was a judge of some crazy contest and. It kind of started from there, but then as I, as I, after viewing the movie, it made me very curious about the genesis of this actual contest. And this is actually, and this contest is a thing. Yeah, it's that, still going that, Yeah, that Andrew Logan has done like thirteen times. The last one he did was in it was in twenty fourteen. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's. It's just it's really fascinating to me how it's a celebration. Well, at least to me, it's a celebration of other. 
you know, just whatever's like way out there, um, different, weird, freaky, artistic, you know, and it just kind of, I've seen it, I've seen it as something that kind of crosses all the lines as, you know, to what really is the undercurrent of what exists in the world. Yeah, you have what's out there and what's pretty and what we see and what we know and what we understand, but then you have this whole underpinning of, of stuff that goes on that's just odd and and that oddity is celebrated and that's always been kind of my own personal mantra i mean i love being i like being odd i like being unique i like being different i like being unusual and to me this movie is a is a celebration of that this this contest is a is a huge celebration of that so i thought it was really cool i mean i i, I didn't i was clear that it would not be for everyone's taste but uh it's something that i really like and you know so <laughs> well, don't, don't you think it's funny that like in this event where the odd is so celebrated that people that came out like with something that was really mundane was the most outrageous like some like somebody would come out right. kind of dressed like a librarian or or like some like almost ordinary would stick out like like the one you know like the one girl that was uh, doing Marilyn Monroe mm -hmm. um you know you'd have someone who's who's like really far out doing something really far out then you'd have someone sort of dressed just you know as a character that was really you know, just like that looked like a little housewife or something, and that would stand out because it was just so, so, so mundane. Exactly. I mean, even even the most mundane would stand out amongst the the other freakishness of of the other contestants. So I just, I just, I don't know. I enjoyed it very much. Did anybody <laughs> did anybody recognize anything that? we see now that was derivative of something that came from this i can think oh, of one thing a lot uh, i can think uh, of one thing right off the, the shoes the shoes with no heels yes mm -hmm. i have a pair uh -huh. they're awesome yeah. now did you think that that is that something that you knew had been done before or were you surprised to see it i was surprised to see it because it was, um, and then the way she was walking, I was just like, she, she, what's what she doing? <laughs> Why is she walking that way? Oh, I see. Her shoes have no heel. Right. This is very interesting. I, I thought, I was like, wow. You know, um, uh, Derek, Derek, you were saying you, you'd seen. Oh, something. I was just going to say that I did see something. I saw uh, an outfit that Vivacious wore. From RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple uh, contestants from RuPaul's Drag Race that are kind of in tune with the with the eighties. Out uh, of the one I think of, um, uh, right off is the uh, oh, what was her name? She always said "water off a duck's back." Uh, what was her name? Remember her? Um, she was yes, she won that year. Um, yeah, she, she was also water. Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon, yeah, who, mm. who actually did a character from uh, Grey Gardens, yeah. uh, Little, Little Evie. Little Evie, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, um, 
So I mean, some of the some of the girls that that are tuned, you know, attuned to this sort of eighties and you know uh, alternative uh, culture, uh, I find very interesting. As opposed to those ones that just want to dress up as Britney Spears. And, and I would say even Gaga was influenced by this because I saw some Gaga esque yes. looking stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I saw that easily. Too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. There, there's a lot of wearable art that I saw was like, oh, I've seen this and I could see where others have polished those designs off or like the the lady who just like every time she just body painted. I was like, yeah, yeah it's go Miss, ahead. Miss Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I thought that and I thought she would appeal to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's actually funny. Was she the one completely nude but dignified, or was that someone else? Yes, yes. nude but yeah, dignified. Okay. Yeah, because she's yeah. in body paint and she has clouds <laughs> on her hoo ha. I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? That I couldn't listen anymore. It was just I. I did enjoy the visuals. I will say, I just <laughs> it was the the verbal. I was just like, oh god. Yeah, stop. yeah. I mean, the the contest in and of itself was is more interesting than a lot of the. The commentary, I could, I could, I could see what some of the commentary could be, because they weren't calling. Because a lot of it was that they weren't calling the contest, some of the contestants by the correct names. So you would hear names. It's like, okay, I <laughs> don't see who you're talking about, and it's because they got the names wrong. Well, did Divine? Of, Divine just popped off the plane and showed up there and they handed her a paper because she pretty just, much yeah. like she was with it, and she right. was asking the same questions. What's your favorite food? I'm like, girl. <laughs> But I mean, I think she flew in that day. They had her at the ho- at whatever little <laughs> hotel they were going to put her in. It's like, oh, come on, girl, get in the car. We're going to drive you to this thing. And so I, she, think, I think even Divine, Divine realized that, even, that those questions and stuff didn't matter. I mean, um, you know, I think the whole point of this 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 thing is to make fun of the of everything, even the whole question portion of the contest you know they they spoofed it all but um i one of my personal favorites was the the kid the the art student you know who did the um i think at the end he kind of did like this zombie uh oh yeah miss winsdale nuclear reactor I, I liked him the, the one that kind of freaked on uh, Divine when, <laughs> when yeah. he got to with the slime. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked that. I liked his uh, I liked his uh, his looks. Um, yeah, John. Did, did anyone have a favorite? Who was everyone's favorite? Um, yeah, I, I didn't really have one. There was some, like the one that they, the one that they actually crowned the winner. Um, it was funny because I almost felt like they went with a safe winner. Like mm-hmm. I mean, his looks, the, the look that first look with the fur and stuff. I mean, that was fabulous. You know, that I was kind of I was pulling for the older lady. The older lady that had the nice body. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I liked I liked her that one look she came out. Miss Moon, Moonshine, and she entered that contest like. Five different times, and she always, she would always compete like that, where she was like nearly naked in her presentations. She looked good. I like the look she had with the doves sort of around her head. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, 
I like the contestants that had stuff that sort of moved or, you know. The one that lit a fire on his head? I like that one. Um, that was Miss Earth. Yeah, that, that was Miss Earth. Earth. Yeah, oh, yeah Miss okay, Earth. Earth. Yeah, she was. She was definitely good. Some of the ones that I felt like were a little like, um, like, oh, my husband made this, and the, the, the one I, I kind of didn't pull for them because I, I like the idea of someone doing doing their own, like, kind of creating their own, you know, looks and, and stuff, you know, um, but. Miss Proposition, that's what I like. Yeah, I mean, some of those really polished looks, I appreciated them, but I was like, uh, they're not, they're not, they, they weren't goofy enough, you know, they weren't sort of, you know. You wanted something out of the norm. Yeah, I wanted, so I wanted something like, you know, that that was a little, had a little grunge to it, maybe. Not, not so polished, you know. Did anyone did anyone appreciate the fabulous afros at the beginning? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> always like a good afro. Those oh, were some yeah. beautiful afros. I know they're beautiful people too. You know, uh, I know when Miss Carriage did those stairs, I was like, "Bitch, you got uh, me." Oh, the one. Yeah, because yeah, she worked them stairs, honey. With she was fearless on them stairs. I said, "Good God!" Because you could tell how steep they were, even even before they were like falling. The camera out. Yeah, yeah. see people stumbling. But that first when she came out with that first outfit, she didn't even look down. She just pulled her little her dress up, pulled the hoop up, and descended the stairs. I said. Bitch, no, ma'am. <laughs> well, I like I like the one that kind of rolled and posed as she was going down the stairs. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Like, Did anybody notice that like five people fell off the stage? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was just. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know if that was on purpose or. Just, Did or somebody whatever. just not? Calculate how wide the stage needed to be because it was you way know, too narrow. I, I think a lot of people didn't calculate how much cocaine they were. <laughs> okay, let, let, you know this was nineteen. It is hard to take those type of stairs when you high. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do. You know, um, um, Legionnaire, I do have to disagree with you on something. What's that? The commentary. I was living for it. I was because it was. I, so, I didn't really have a problem with it, but I, I could find, I, I could did. understand why some you, some people would. It was so because sometimes it was so matter of fact, you know. You know, especially um, when um, they were talking about Wolf, <laughs> Wolverhampton. Oh, Miss Wolverhampton Municipal Bob. Wolf, was it Wolverhampton? Mm hmm. And, and she goes, oh, I almost had a miscarriage in Wolverhampton. And, <laughs> and, and he's like, so Molly, random. please. She's like, I guess that's what you do when you're there. Right. I think it's the, I think it's the only thing to do if you're there, if you're ever there. I was like, what a horrible, you know, what a horrible thing to say. And she was so matter of fact about it. I once had a miscarriage in Wolverhampton. But his reaction was like, Molly, please. <laughs> or with Divine. She's like, I wonder if she's pregnant. I wonder if she can. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, um, very random and not possible, but. (laughs) But All things are possible. 
Does anyone else have any uh, favorite quotes? Just that food. What is your favorite food? And someone said spotted dick. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a good one. <laughs> spotted dick. Miss Bronx. And of course, when she said, you are always a dancer, Maurice. I was like, I know. Yeah. But I, thought there were a lot of, I thought there were a lot of funny, sort of like, not meant to be funny things that they said. Like, they were just like, they were commenting on, on things. And yeah, it always didn't, it didn't always line up with what you were seeing on the screen. Um, but I, I, I love how, how she was just sort of, um, especially about Miss Piss. <laughs> You know, a lot of pe- a lot of people don't like her, but I, don't I, like I, I, her. I, I, I rather I rather think she's you know. And she was just like so. She was so forgiving and so supportive of of everyone. You know, she 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 was just so positive about you know. And, and uh, uh, a lot of people don't like her, but I don't see why. As she's holding a bucket under her cooch. But yeah. I don't understand why people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that might be the reason, baby. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that pot, is she going to throw it on somebody? No, but man. that's the point. When she came out the first time, wasn't she getting pissed on people? Because she didn't have the pot the first no, she, time. She had, like, glitter or something in, in her panties that she was throwing out at people. And then as a gag, somebody threw the pot up there. And so... She just went with me. I thought Who she was hot as a gag. What's that? <laughs> Who brings the pot? Just random pot. <laughs> People who go to this show? Did you forget anything? Oh, wait, I forgot to get the pot. Well, they probably had a pot anything. to catch the rain coming through the roof. That place looks so right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, did anyone kind of get like when I when I was looking at it, I kind of thought, you know, uh, I don't know how long the Met Gala has been going on in, in these days, but I, I wonder if if, if like the event like this influence uh, influences like uh, other fashion events. Like it's a spoof of something, but it also inspires. I think it probably. While it was spoofing uh, regular beauty pageants, people were looking at this and kind of taking it into the fashion world. You know how the fashion world is. You know, every other season there's a, a Blade Runner line. You know, you know where, where, where people dress features innovative. Right, where people they call it innovative, but it's people dressed with '40s hairstyles with futuristic clothes on. You know, so oh, another another Blade Runner collection. You know, so you know how things have influence on the fashion world. Like with the shoes, the heelless shoes and stuff. Um, I I like the futuristic looks, the one the ones like with the big spikes, and uh, there was a gold spacesuit uh, look also um, that I thought was cool. I, I just I don't know. I just liked all. I just like when they were having the contestants come out. I was like I couldn't wait to see what was going to come out next. You know that's what that's what I enjoyed uh, about this movie uh, the most. Um, 
And I thought the storyline was that that there wasn't like a strict way to do things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if someone fell and bust their ass, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, they could still be celebrated. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. know, a few years ago, there was this this girl in one of the big pageants and she fell on the, uh, she fell on the stage and gosh, she got so much hate mail and, you know. She didn't do it on purpose. Right, like she threw herself down, you know. You know, uh, and you know that 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 kind of that kind of thing, and and then the questions. You know, it's always funny when a when a, a beauty pageant contestant like blows a question, like mm-hmm. the one girl that <laughs> don't forget was like a Miss Teen. I forget where she was from, and they were asking her a question, and she just she sounded <laughs> drunk. She sounded drunk. I mean, I love stuff like that. You know, so, <laughs> so you know, all of us have been on stage before. You know. And it's just like there's that part of you that's like, oh, I'm so glad that's not me, you know. And and uh, I don't know this kind of this this whole thing kind of thumbs his nose and all that sort of uh, protocol and all that stuff. That's what I loved about it. Um, so, if you had an opportunity, would you go to an event like this? Oh, oh abs- ab- absolutely. <laughs> Front row. Absolutely, yes. I'd be in an event like this. Actually, I would enter something like this. I would. I would enter something like this. I maybe Poppy Chula Radio has to have one. There you go. Yes, <laughs> we can dress Put it out there, and it'll happen. <laughs> we can dress Poppy up like a futuristic, um, <laughs> you know. Ball of fire. Zom- uh, futuristic zombie sex whore. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can be a, the next LA zombie part two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then and then Deadly won't have that awful methy person like trying to steal his scene. Oh yeah, I can finally do my scene. Yes. Yes, dick out everything. We're gonna make that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you people are so transparent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, I don't know if I would be in something like this, but I would definitely go. But you know, would it be like I'm sure the way this was, I mean, was it like do you think it cost a lot to get in or was it by invitation or because there was some really like high society people there. Like, that's who you, you know. know, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a Studio uh, 54 type deal. You know, it, it seemed kind of like an exclusive. Like, one of the, one of the, um, one of the, the one sort of assistant, she was part of the DuPont family. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever yeah, seen that. I heard that. But you can, but I mean, it's, it's a thing where, I mean, it was definitely a thing where you could buy tickets to, um, you know, but it just wasn't why. I mean, it wasn't those one of those things that was widely advertised, but people in the know knew of what it was, and uh, you know, it kind of it was kind of uh, in those circles, right? Like the so, players' ball. Yeah, okay. exactly. Like the players' you, ball or the uh, the porn award, right? The right the hustler ball or whatever the the other thing is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was so when I, I immediately thought of another documentary when I heard the name Dupont uh, of Team Foxcatcher. If you ever, if you, I know you don't like, um, I know you don't like uh, documentaries, Vanetta, But if you watched it as it plays, just like a, a a movie, yeah, they actually made a movie called Foxcatcher based on it. But the documentary is is so crazy that is this the wrestling thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay, I'll check it out. And there's some really, there's some really, uh, of course. You just rest- like those guys in their one piece thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys in one piece has got it. Very, very, <laughs> very, 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 in- very intense. And just like this guy just loses his mind. It's, it's really good. Um, but anyway, so the one daughter was 17. But she yes. looked old. She looked a lot. She did old. look old. Yeah, Sarah. She, yeah, she 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 had the funniest line at the end of the movie, though. About the, was yeah. it Sophie? Uh, what was her name? Sophie. She was Sophie. the one who did Marilyn, right? Yeah, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. She, 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 she said, did, "No one's ever told you that you look." Like Marilyn <laughs> She was like, but I am Marilyn She got a bitch for that. But I was like, bitch. You know? <laughs> I was like, she worked that one. She worked it, but I am Marilyn <laughs> She looked more like her than Michelle Williams did. <laughs> Probably going to be like, can't you get through an episode without trashing an actor? <laughs> Man, uh, Michelle Williams played Marilyn. I don't remember the name of the movie, but uh, uh, I was like, she does not look like Marilyn. But yeah, I, I thought she had a, and for the mother to let her, you know, you know, be be a part of it, you know, I mm-hmm. thought was pretty cool. And uh, actually, Molly had entered at one point, uh, one year too. I forget which year she entered. She did. She make didn't she kind of read one one woman like she enters every year, and I always beat her. It was something. It was she said about one of the contestants uh, that that she entered with her, and she always beat her or something, or she beat her the year that she entered. But there were also there were also some uh, cute little reads in there too. Um, Actually, gonna watch it again. Those for those for those of you who are just like cringing at the thought. I, I do think that <laughs> because I think there's a lot you miss. I think just I think you miss. This is the kind of movie I think you kind of have to watch more than once. You know, and it's one of those movies that I know I will be watching by myself <laughs> because I want my relationship to last. So, <laughs> I can make somebody else watch it with me. So, I <laughs> no, please, please don't subject your significant other to that. <laughs> but I, I, I will most likely be watching it. We, we, right. If I come to town, we can we can have a viewing together. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this seems like something I probably would have enjoyed it better if I weren't watching it by myself. And again. <laughs> Trying to not like let my daughter hear the random craziness that's being said. Um, it is, yeah, I, just it's different. I, I, yeah, I found it to be a good party movie. I've done it when I was in uh, when I was in the service, uh, 
it was a good party movie. Interestingly enough. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I mean, like, you can watch a movie like Paris is Burning, and, you know, there's a lot of fun parts, but there's some tragic, tragic shit in that documentary. Yes, there is. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, it, that would not work. But this movie, this movie, definitely, I can see it working as a party, party movie. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I had fun watching it. I don't know. I thought know. the host could have come out with a better costume. The half man, half woman's been done since the beginning of time. I don't know. It's just... Well, oh, yeah. but you also have to remember this was this was seventy eight when this uh-huh. was, when this contest happened. So um, it it wasn't wasn't as prolific as as it probably has been since, and not not even to not even to imply that he it originated, but it's always been his his thing. Um, or oh, does he do that every year? Yeah, well, he does. Yeah, half man, half woman. Oh, yeah, okay. half man, and there's a. You know, he just, but they do different things. Uh, but it's always half man, half woman. And this, uh, this okay. yeah, the theme happened to be circus. So that's. Yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Maybe I just I, don't like this. I thought he was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, he's he's definitely had better costumes. Um, but yeah, every theme is different. So, like, one year there's he did the elements. And then there was a year where they did uh, fire and water. It was, it's been. Uh, it's definitely interesting. But I like that. It's always the theme of man and woman. Mm, okay. I thought he was doing a take. I, I thought he was intentionally doing a cliche, like a spoof of a, of a circus cliche, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and um, I like the way they did the music. You know, I thought, I thought they did it. The music, the way they did the transitions in the music and the music and the sound system. And I'm surprised that they didn't have more, you know, with shit falling over and things <laughs> breaking and people falling off stage. That the music always seemed to be, you know, <laughs> you know, well suited for what was going on. Except that one time, who was that that screamed? And the sound person was like, oh my God, did you see that? Remember that scene? <laughs> Someone like screamed and the guy doing the, the sound was just like, what the fuck? Oh, when, yeah, when the girl was singing during the intermission. Yeah, oh, that was, now that yeah. was the one part where I thought about fast forwarding, but I was like, no, let me, let me, you know, sit through it. But when she was singing, I thought about Kinda. <laughs> yeah, as much as I watch this movie, that that's I, I usually most times I move through that piece. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one part I think you get it the first time. I don't I don't think there was any nuances or anything that <laughs> right. we said, Oh, did you see that mouse crawl across the floor when she was singing? No, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna watch it again. You know, I, I don't I don't think I don't think I need to experience that again. But. Um, but yeah, so um, we talked about our favorites. Did anybody have a least favorite? A least favorite? Uh, that fornication one. It was what? Oh, the one with the person that kept following around with the big uh-huh. fake. I hate you thought fornication. They, they, they were, you thought they were kind of tired? Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. 
No, no, he's the talking lady about... with the hands on his crotch. No, that. Uh, no, I think Dead Lee is talking about uh, Miss Wolverhampton municipal ballots when doing her interviews. I hate for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, it was kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're high and <laughs> don't know what to say on top of that, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I had a least favorite. Maybe the three guys. I thought they were kind of like they were a little obnoxious. Oh, Miss Bronx and her queens. Yeah, I was like, Lord. But one of them was uh, named Maurice. What's up, Derek? I can't give you a least favorite. I'm sorry. I I I will least, never a least come, favorite. I will least. never come on here. Having not watched the movie that we're supposed to watch, and I watched it, and I just at no point was there ever any connection between me and this movie. It was literally, it was just on, and I mean, I was like, can I don't noise in the background. I just (laughs) well, this this is your opportunity because I'm asking, what was your least favorite? Did you like the whole thing? The time that came on, and then the time it went off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear me say I was thinking about watching Showgirls again? Oof. Oh Lord. <laughs> Legionnaire, you know what I am gonna do though, because I watch this whole thing on my phone and I feel like it's not a phone movie. So like maybe I need to watch it on the bigger screen TV. Watch watch yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. Legionnaire, mm-hmm. I wanna ask you, what was that song? Okay, at the end of the movie they played um the village people song, right? What was the song after that? Oh, um um I remember um it was Donna Summer. And it sounded like kind of like it had like nineteen twenties in the background. Yeah, it was Donna Summer. Oh, I like that song. I was I, I was like I can't I don't know who who that is, but I think I might get it. Um, that was just a little aside, y'all. Right? <laughs> I guess I could have asked him after we stopped taping, but you know, we share everything. Um, um, so did anyone feel like? Um, well, we're gonna let well, me get your real opinions in in a few minutes, but. Um, for those of you who like documentaries, <laughs> gee, <laughs> that was, like, was passive aggressive, I know. <laughs> but those of you who actually like documentaries, do you think this works as a documentary? Or what I already told you. No, I told you. I didn't think it had enough heart. I mean, Legionnaire can argue with me, but. I just like a little more storyline. I mean, it just kind of like shot from beginning to end. Like even, even like you were comparing to Grey Gardens, but Grey Gardens still, even after watching that, there was, the the editing was at least better. I just felt like this could have been edited better and maybe even concentrated on a few of the contestants a little more, give them a little more screen time. That way we get to know them even better. I just, there was just going all over the place and, and some close-ups. We need some more close-ups or some of the camera work. Get up on the stage right. or something. Well, I, I think maybe it had maybe not it didn't have enough heart. I think maybe it had all heart and not enough structure. 
Maybe that, know, that, that would now that I will agree with. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of structure to it. It was yeah. very, very randomly shot. It was just footage of the contest, basically, and, and there was commentary by some of those folks who were there and who were judging. So, so but, yeah, I mean, I get that. But see, at the very beginning, I thought it was going to be that way because they started saying, "Oh, this is so and so on the back," but then they didn't really come back to him that much. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what well, can we maybe see them again? Yeah, like what are they doing now? Obviously like, not. At least, at least for the Grey Gardens, the the, um, the producer, whoever that was, there were times during Grey Gardens where he was asking them questions, you know. So there was uh-huh. some kind of, you know, mm-hmm. there was definitely, you know, and, and and it wasn't all shot in a day, you know. Um, so yeah, I see what you mean, um, Derek. Do you you obviously did not um, love this this. Uh, oh. So I'm going to I'm going to throw up some anti shade because I actually do like documentaries. When Netflix started putting all kinds of documentaries on on Netflix, I was really happy. Like I am in the middle of watching the '80s by CNN right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I but but yeah, there's no there's no story for me to latch onto here. It is like. When I used to work at a nightclub at in Chicago, and I recorded the people coming in doing shows and stuff, this was a lot like that. It's just me recording stuff that's happening on stage, but there's no, there was there was nothing personal for me to latch on to. There was no, there was nothing um, nostalgic mm-hmm. for me to latch on to. Um, yeah, so I just, I mean, I watched like the first half an hour and then I went and took a nap because it was putting me to sleep. And then <laughs> I got up and then I started over again and I said, oh, no, I'm not going to sit through this first half an hour again. And then I went to where I had stopped and kept going. I like my documentaries with a little more pain in it, though. I guess that's it. Just a little more. You felt like uh, that Paris is burning was too d- dark sometimes, and but see, I like that. And at least you see, sometimes through the pain, you know, they come out something through the because there's the pain. A, because again, there's a story. There's something for mm-hmm. there's something for you to root for. Mm-hmm. Or in, in the CNN, you know, when they're doing the '80s, because because they do, I think it's six or seven episodes, and they pick a topic. And I was watching. The last one I watched was Video Killed the Radio Star. So I got to see this whole evolution of 80s music via via music videos. And I was there for that. So that was something I could latch onto. And I think, um, and uh, I'm gonna gonna get to uh, you, Legionnaire and Vanetta. I think what was interesting about this movie um, for me, Two was the end when everybody came up on stage and you actually got to see who was in the audience. And a lot of people in the audience weren't that colorful or that interesting. You know, it was like, I almost, that's why I was kind of thinking, was this some kind of almost like, you know, it was a kind of voyeuristic type, type experience. And was it like a high society thing? Because a lot of them look very posh, as the British would would say. And 
you know, and this is during that kind of odd time between the late 70s and the 80s, like where the music was even sort of disco-ish, but kind of moving into something else. And I don't know, I just found, I found that, I found that really kind of interesting. Um, Legionnaire, you obviously think this works, this movie works as a, as a, uh, as a documentary. Yeah, I think it absolutely does. I mean, I understand that it's again, it's it's one of those things that's clearly not for everybody. Um, I don't know that a documentary has to have a story in it per se, um, but that's just me. I mean, again, the story and for me, the story is the contest and the people and the people's creativity in in entering this contest. So um, I think there is a story, but again, I mean, it's, it's all in the perception. And I think the, um, you know, could there have been things that have done differently that could have expanded on the actual contestants and the history of the contest and all that stuff? Absolutely. But it's certainly, it was certainly interesting enough for me that I followed the history of the contest you know even in even into its current incarnation and and it always has been this really bizarre celebration of drag and art and 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 underground and and everything and that always that has always been pretty appealing to me so it's one of the reasons why i i recommended it as a film that we review and if, and and again i mean i went into this fully knowing that <laughs> there would be people that just would not connect to it but but i do i i connect to it on a on a number of levels and if that just happens to reveal something about me then i'm i'm cool with that too all right vanilla yeah. So, I guess the strict, I, I guess there's no strict sort of formula for a documentary. Like I said, this is a very sort of, um, it's a particular style of documentary. It's almost like a very pure style of documentary where, because documentaries can be very subjective. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've watched a lot of documentaries about corporate greed and racism this that nothing and i know my mind is sort of already already kind of uh made up like you are kind of it's like finding the news from the news sources that you like you know but um like just for you know uh you know watching like ava duvernay's 13th you know that that was that's the kind of documentary that i think most people are kind of used to watching now something that's yes. and that and that's a wonderful documentary but this is like i think it's like kamikaze documentary like just like the camera and where they are we're in the experience and you know this is, is what it is for me you- i think it was just ugh. all right go ahead no no that's, I'm, I'm, i have a lot of feelings about it Let's hear. Um, Speak on it, girl. Yeah. So here's the way I, I I took it. For one, when it came on, um, I was incredibly disoriented. I watched. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what was going on, and I thought, okay, is this a movie about the Queen of England? 
Is she the beauty queen? And so then I tried to find it on IMDb, which is what I normally do when I start a movie and I'm like disoriented. What is this about? Did I get myself into something crazy? Couldn't find it because it's listed under another name. So I was really disoriented. And then this talking started. But I don't know if it's the volume on my screen or what, but it was more disorienting to me after she sang her song when she sang her song i was like oh this could be cool all right let's see what this is about and then the people started talking and i it was really unclear because i thought it was the people that they were showing on screen talking that were talking and then it took me a minute before i realized that no, there are voiceover people. There are people holding a mic that we don't see. <laughs> and so it was it was a lot of unclearness for me mm-hmm. that made it feel incredibly disorienting. And I, I guess I should clarify, I don't hate documentaries. I just am very uncomfortable with the way this was shot. There are some documentaries that I'm like, oh, yes, I'm loving it. But like you said earlier, it's those are documentaries that I buy into whatever it's about. Mm-hmm. And I felt like someone had spun me around in a circle and then like made me walk into a room and I didn't know where anything was. That's how I felt emotionally trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> and Lisa, like I, I understand why you wanted to watch it and I got it. So in order not to lose the process and just be totally turned off, I did watch the whole thing, watched a lot of it on mute because I couldn't handle the commentary. So it was, uh, oh God, what do you say? I I can't hear you right now. So I had to turn it down a lot. But the visuals were awesome and I loved it. I loved watching, looking at the costumes. I do a lot of cosplay. Um, body art so for me visually loved it not so much on the auditory and the way it was set up and the, the camera the angles the narrative, the narrative or the lack thereof well this is the part of the show where I um, look to see what awards this movie may have won and it actually was nominated um, to Chicago International Film Festival hmm, Chicago Um, it was uh, nominated for a Gold Hugo uh, a best documentary in 1980 so there's that but of course the awards that matter most are the Poppy Chilo Radio Summer Camp Awards so we're going to work our way through some awards y'all Oh, come on. The first first award is the best use of nudity. Oh, that nude Uh, one. The The bubble wrap lady. Yeah. Miss Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to say Miss Earth. I like her too. Yeah. Okay, who was the Queen of Shade? Oh, the Queen oh. of Shade. Big Janeiro knows oh. the names. I don't know the names. Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. 
Not Div- Divine was actually Divine. Quite- Divine, yeah. was, Divine was pretty shady. Mm, but she not- wasn't shady enough. She was kind of low-key for Divine. But she was kind of bubbly. Yeah. She was Divine, bubbly. Yeah. And her look was kind of tamed. She had well, jet lag or something. <laughs> yeah, she flew across the ocean. So, uh-huh. you know. She was kind of tame. She was kind of mellow. Maybe she was like on ludes or something. <laughs> because you know, Divine usually, I mean, her look was even very toned down. Mm. It was very soft. It was a very soft look for for. Yeah, that's true. Fine. So, okay, what was the barf bag moment? Piss uh, lady. Miss piss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what about the good ship lollipop? Most sacrament shit lollipop. Did you say shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was doing my Cindy Brady good ship. Oh no! Oh no! Deadly! Oh. <laughs> I need to see a picture of you in pigtails now. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The most saccharine sweet moment. Maybe Miss Little Miss Marilyn Monroe and her little green uh, bathing suit. Yeah, because she was she was really trying to serve up Marilyn ma- mannerisms and poses and stuff. That was. Bless her heart. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Derek. I just said, bless her heart. Yeah, bless her heart. But I just, oh, I just love, I fell in love with Miss Moonshine. Yes. Yes. I did too. So here's one, and I know Derek is going to jump on this one. What was, what was the, what the fuck am I watching moment? The WTF moment. Um, here's the thing. Vanetta kind of described it personally, uh, 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 kind of described it perfectly when it came on. And I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> the London Tower, okay. So it really was kind of after the woman did her little dance on the stage. And then they went to the contest. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Yes. I I will say like when the song stopped and my screen went black, I was like, oh shit, what happened to my you know, did my you know I thought about I thought my tablet because I was watching it on my tablet. I was like, oh shit, did I forget to charge my tablet or something? But uh that that was a little jarring, uh the way the song just kinda ended. (laughs) I was just like, okay, that's the end of the song. Okay, so best musical number. Uh, uh, well, for me, it was Lil Nail because it definitely was an old girl singing in the intermission. That that was that oh. was my, that was my WTF moment. Uh. What about the little What about the little couple when they were singing? Remember the little couple that was singing? The man had the high voice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the next one is the worst musical number. Yeah, so that, the, the worst is easy. The worst is too easy to guess. All right, so the moment of truth has arrived. We are going to rate this film on a scale from one to ten marshmallows. And I'm going to start with Legionnaire. 
Well, you know, for me, it's it's easy. I, I appreciated the the bizarre, the bizarreness of it. Uh, it definitely appealed to my uh, unique nature, and I will give it uh, eight marshmallows. All right, all right. And next we have drum roll, please. Deadly. Mm, I'm gonna be a little hard on this because I love documentaries, and I guess just the kind of like needs to be like a little more deeper. I just like a deeper documentary, little bigger character study documentary, and this was okay. not giving me that, so I'm gonna give it a three. Mm, a little hard. I think that was like raging. <laughs> that was a raging hard arm. <laughs> okay. I hate to see when you're fully erect. Uh-oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Mr. Anthony. <sighs> okay, so this is hard because. Um, <laughs> This is not showgirls. <laughs> and I have given things a higher number because it was not showgirls. I cannot do that. So I am going to give it three marshmallows. Uh, one marshmallow because it got made and it was released. And one marshmallow because I did recognize some of the artistry. And, um, yeah, one marshmallow just kind of for pity's sake. Well, not for pity's sake, because my friend does like it. And I don't understand why, but I don't have to. (laughs) So it gets free. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to give it the uh, Vanetta Berry Burnt Stick Award. (laughs) (laughs) The Burnt Stick, wow. (laughs) I really thought you were going to just give the bird sticker one. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate the one marshmallow in my honor. You are quite welcome. <laughs> all, all right, Vanetta. Let's hear it. Is it my turn? Okay. So I think I'm going to poppy chulo this in that I am listening to Legionnaire. <laughs> And because Legionnaire really did like it, and he gave me some good points on why he liked it. He gets two marshmallows, not the burnt stick. They're not the best. Um, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the movie. I did enjoy the visuals. Um, perhaps if I watch it again with a group of friends even maybe some slightly inebriated friends it might be more fun but i i could not get into it the the vocals were just they were irksome and disorienting and the cuts like derek said the cuts were just like would just go to black i i kept checking my computer like oh my god what's going on it's plugged in it's still playing Oh, and it was like silent and black. Like, who does that? So, Hi. yeah, it was just Hi. really, really um, weird. But two burnt. Okay. 
marshmallows. Yes. Right. So I'm a little surprised here because um, I thought it would be Legionnaire would give the highest rating, and then I would probably just from listening to the conversation, I would probably give it the second highest rating, and then everything else was top would be a toss up. But I had actually decided early on that I was going to give this eight eight marshmallows. So uh, Legionnaire and I are at the same at the same uh, at the same level here. So. Um, and then there's like a massive drop off, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I will be honest and, and say that it got more marshmallows than I would have expected. So, <laughs> yeah. but I really, you know, and I really, and this is, you know, and this is before the conversation. I really, um, I guess I just like the. It was like a circus. I was going to say a circus without animals, but there was a poor. Th- and I'm glad that Peter, or whoever wasn't around, because the poor thing fell off the stage with a human being oh, on top God, of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, did you see at the, did you see at the yeah. end when it was kind of on the floor and the person was stroking it? That that doggy looked like y'all. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, can somebody please get me the fuck out of here? No, I can break your leg with one kick, right? <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I, there was something about it that I, but I have to admit, a lot of the documentaries that I watch, like I watch a lot of documentaries, but a lot of them are more. I have to admit, I don't go back and watch older documentaries as much as I watch newer ones because the newer ones are a little more slick and they are formatted a little better and they do have kind of a built-in narrative. Um, And sometimes going back and watching the older ones that are in this style can be a little little harder to watch. But I, I like... I like that. Like I'm like Legionnaire. I thought the narrative was that the, the was that it was all these people coming together for this sort of um, anti not enough narrative not anti establishment type. You know, <laughs> I my family was like, "You full of shit." Just stop talking. You know, like that kind of it was that kind of uh, it, it was that kind of interjection, like fuck you, you talking shit kind of interjection. No, but I like I like that I like that uh, it was this kind of like, like this sort of free you know kind of thing. And I, everybody, I want to say it was like everyone from everywhere in all walks of life and all classes, but that's bullshit. These people are all like kind of you know it wasn't no broke ass people up in up in this up in this thing, you know. Unless, unless they spent all their money on cocaine. And there weren't any was, people of color. No, there it was not. But that's what I'm saying. That's what was part mm-hmm. of my question about that was kind of my question about, you know like, you know, we talked about Paris is burning and, you know, these people had to create their own families because their own families didn't accept them and the houses formed because, you know, they you know, your your real family Throws you out, you know, you build your own, you create your own. These people are not hurting for, uh, for you know, I don't think these people are really hurting for a whole lot in that, you know, regard. But, um, 
But still, I, I did enjoy it, so that's why I rated it as as high as... And that's what's important, that someone enjoyed it. Yes, someone enjoyed it. Just not me. They made it, they showed it in the theater, and it wasn't Showgirls. Okay. So, that being said, it's time for everyone to report back to their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Once again, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp-p-c-r.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Now, back to you, camp counselors. Thank you. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers and the listeners a good night. Good night, night, campers. Where are my hot dog at? (laughs) My spicy hot dog. It's being served well with your spotted dick. (laughs) It's an English delicacy. Well, it's English. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Good night and lights out.